www.entertainment.ie I love the way you say film. Hello and welcome to The Film Show, entertainment.ie's movie podcast. We are coming at you live remotely from my bedroom. Uh, how are you guys? Where are you? I am in my kitchen slash living room slash dining room because that's apartment living. They are all one room kind of shoved all together. Um, so that's where I am sitting at oh, my desk. Lucky duck. Where's Brian streaming from? I am uh, recording this from, and I feel bad because I'm the only one that I'm going from my spare room uh, in my house. That is no. kind of like an office because uh, I live in a house. So there. bloody fucking da. Never do well. House is it? Well, like I mean, it's a cottage, really. Like, but like I mean, it's, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay, grand. I have a spare room. Like, sure, make it sound quaint and adorable as well. Like, it's, yeah. it's literally like we had like before we recorded this, we had like a, a first video production meeting. And it's like, we all look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. I don't know, though, Brian, I think you're casting yourself as a kind of Hugh Grant character in uh, like Notting Hill, but for Dublin 8. Absolutely. 100% not that. I. Uh, this is more like, did you ever see that film Bug with Michael Shannon? <laughs> it's a really disturbing thriller about this guy who's addicted to meth and he looks he looks crazy all the time. That's me. I'm going that's what I'm trying to channel here. <laughs> For the listeners at home, uh I have seen a video stream of Brian today and can confirm this. I don't know. Do you I I don't know about you, D, but like I wish I had gone if I'd known this was gonna happen, I wish I'd gone to the barber beforehand. Because oh my god, I needed a haircut a month before this all happened. The old apocalypse. (laughs) It's it's true, Brian. You do need a haircut. I know. When I saw the video, I was like, Brian needs a haircut. Um, Well, see, I like my hair is fairly short at the moment. Anyway, it's a little shorter than I normally um, have it, so I'm actually doing okay. And to be honest, like it's been it's been slow enough to grow back. We've talked about this before about how you know it was started last year. I donated my hair, I let it grow really long, and then I had it super super short. So at the moment, it's about medium length, and you know it's manageable. It's fine. Ah, I would have gone gone general, like clothes shopping for more comfy like tracksuit bottoms and shit that's what i wish i'd stocked up on i have nothing but loungewear there's no problem there uh for anyone <laughs> wondering i am in socks and sandals <laughs> that's the vibe i'm going through with this lockdown uh okay so for people who've been living under a rock we are doing this remotely due to the quarantine um I'm actually really excited to talk to you guys again, especially down the phone, as uh, I don't know about you, but I've gone insane. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah. I mean, we had a video chat just before this um, to talk about, like, just a few um, things we'll be discussing today. But yeah, it was was really nice to see you guys, I have to admit, because, like, um, I'm feeling really disconnected from people. It's hard. (laughs) It was weird. It really is. It's, 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 yeah, no, because like when I came out after that 
that that video call, I came into the, the sitting room where, where my uh, fiance is, and she was like, "You got all really hyper and happy there. What was that?" And I said, "Oh, it was a video production." He said, "Yeah, you sounded happier than you've sounded in days." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really bad. I was like, "No, no, no. I, I, I like being shut in with you. It's like it's, it's this isn't a thing. Don't like you know, these precious moments of shy talk I know, on a podcast." Yeah. I know. I didn't. I didn't think I'd miss it, and I do, and I am. Yeah, Aww. I do. I've met you guys. <laughs> Wholesome. Uh, this is so. This is so nice. Like I think we've been away from for so long that we're not actually ripping the piss out of each other anymore. We're actually just <laughs> expressing affection. Like this is this is kind of weirding me out. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> too wholesome for your own good. Um, it's been crazy as well. How much consumption of media has changed in the last few weeks i wonder is this like uh gonna irrecoverably change the course of humanity in terms of we love to watch stuff at home now i don't i don't i don't know about you d but i don't think so i think if anything it's going to be the exact opposite i think when all this when all this is over i think people are going to be even more inclined to do communal activities. I think cinemas are going to be fucking jammed because people are just going to want to be with other people. Do you know that kind of way? I think so. And I think that it's not even just um, being with other people, but it's the actual cinematic experience because there is just something kind of like unique about it. You know, like it's not the same, like, and we've talked about this before with certain genres, like when you're watching a horror by yourself versus watching a horror like in an audience and you can kind of hear the nervous laugh laughter yeah. and then like in a comedy they're always more enjoyable when you're with an audience even if like everyone else is laughing except you you kind of get more into it so I definitely would agree that I think that people are definitely going to be um, flying to the cinemas after this but um, I mean the good thing is that like we are living in a time and I keep you know I'm obviously not the first one to say this those people have been saying it but it is great that we're living in a time that like movies are kind of so readily accessible to us you know via via Netflix Amazon Prime movies on terrestrial television Disney Plus which we're going to talk about launched just this week um so there's loads going on which is great you know yeah and it's just whether yeah I suppose you're right that people will be bouncing back to cinemas before too long um what is the lay of the land i guess there's people at home wondering uh not to dwell on the virus too much but cinema closures uh yeah well all cinemas are banned yeah basically yeah i mean up until i think up until like earlier this week there were a couple of cinemas that were still going but then when they introduced the new measures they just basically closed them all um Nobody really knows when, like the when the restrictions are going to lift. So, I mean, you hear people saying like, "Oh, basically all of April has been written off," and it's you know. So, I would think myself, it'll probably be middle to end of May before cinemas reopen, and that's like right in the middle of blockbuster season. So, yeah. I think what's going to happen is is films that have been delayed or postponed. Now they're going to try and get them out. They're going to try and get them out in that like three month period between yeah. May, June, July. Because... God, the poor schedulers. Yeah. They're the real heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Forget those first responders. It's those semi-schedulers. I don't ambiguously take it back. Yeah. 
But it is interesting that um, like we've been keeping on um, on site on entertainment.ie an updated list of all the movie releases that have been delayed. And basically all of March, April and even May at this point, March. they're just gone. The movie release dates are completely gone. But I mean, it is funny that a few of the like ones that are coming in, say, June, July, they're starting to be delayed, too. So the most recent kind of two biggies would have been like Wonder Woman 1984 and In the Heights. Um, In the Heights is like um, for the musical world, like people like me who love musicals, um, that's a biggie because that's like Lin-Manuel Miranda and stuff. So there is going to be a huge fan behind that one. But uh, yeah, the fact that like the June releases are getting impacted as well, it's kind of people are you know, estimating that this is going to be going on for quite a while. Yes. Trouble. (laughs) Well, actually, that segues nicely into our first piece of movie news. Movie news. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about Disney Plus in a while, but first, it's good to just draw attention to some things people have been doing at home to work around these uh, lack of media times. Uh, I'm talking about the co-video party. Have you guys seen this? I haven't had a chance to actually join one yet, but I, I did see like Alison Spittle, um, comedian, who my sister has actually worked with. Just this little fact, yeah, yeah, on a, on a play of hers. Uh, that, that was on during the Fringe Festival there. <laughs> But um, anyway, apparently, like she's just the loveliest um, ever. So I think that's really sweet. I haven't had a chance to join one myself, but I think that it's a really kind of clever idea to get people, you know, kind of again, it's it's recreating that communal experience that we're not getting with cinema at the moment, you know? Yeah, that's exactly it. And uh, it's been good to see just how much community you can get remotely. People have really been getting into it. So it's what? uh, They've been streaming every night at 9pm. They've been streaming a movie that uh, people have been voting on on Twitter. And then she runs, uh, I think it's an Instagram live stream where they talk through it. uh, They prepare costumes. I think there was even like uh, themed foods. And yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I tuned into a bit of Hook. Yeah, no, it's been really interesting to see it. And also as well, there's now this Chrome extension uh, that they've done out of a uh, Netflix party, it's called, where oh, you can, yeah. where it's basically like you can all watch something on Netflix, and it'll come up like there'll be like a little chat bar right beside it that you can all tweet, like you can all message in, like if you don't, if you don't have a Twitter account or if you don't like being on Twitter or whatever. But yeah, no, it, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting how like again what Dee was saying that idea of people are that like desperate for the idea of communal watching that they'll happily like you know yeah. sync everything up and do it all over twitter like just tells you it just goes to show you like the cinemas like like the, nothing the minute, the minute this is all over they're going to be fine you know yeah, true. yeah and it's and it's with strangers as well which is just like what going to the cinema is like um but oh and tell us a bit about it so you've actually tuned into one yeah, of these you yeah. were mentioning hook there only briefly, but it, yeah, it's mostly it's the guests she has on. She's having chats with people on the live stream too, so it's like not too dissimilar to this. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get a couple of different opinions and so on, but like, yeah, it is mad just how much I love this element of cabin fever that's been brought into society lately, where we're all just doing our best to make like, like I love the idea of making an elaborate 
Peter Pan themed costume from bits around your house because you can't leave your house. <laughs> and I think like restrictions like this, like we're under at the moment, like just lead to the gassest creativity, you know? Yeah, no, it's funny. Like, I mean, that's it. When you have literally nothing else to do and you're desperately trying to distract yourself, you will literally find anything to do in order to <laughs> just fill the hours. Like <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like we're uh, completely lost for Ruddy Entertainment. We have had, as Dee said this week, the launch of Disney Plus. Have you guys? Uh... Yeah, you know, it's funny. It launched on Tuesday, but I was that feckin' busy with work and everything that I didn't get a chance to uh, look at anything on it. But last night I did. Um, the first movie, Ivan um, and I watched a few things together. We watched uh, Ratatouille. Ooh which is a lovely Disney Pixar movie. I don't know what it is about that film. The very first time I watched it, I was like, eh, it's okay. Like it wouldn't be up there with my Pixar yeah. favorites. But genuinely, every time I've watched it since, I've seen it. Oh, sorry, I, oh, I'm sorry, I dropped it. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was That's actually what I was doing. <laughs> It is lunchtime, in fairness. We're recording this at lunchtime, so we'll forgive Brian. <laughs> I brought a, a, a protein bar that makes no sound. <laughs> it's a new sound when I open it. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> this, you know what this is? This is, have you guys heard of mukbang? Okay, so I don't know a whole lot about it, but there's this whole thing of like, it's a podcast thing where people actually like to hear the sound of like you opening wrappers or eating things uh, and like the different sounds oh, yeah. like your mouth made. Nice. Yeah, it's a whole thing. People are into it. It's weird. Yeah. There are all sorts on podcasts. Give us some so there, Brian. Okay. Uh, this is me uh, slurping my coffee and it's this, this I'll, I'll just say this is disgusting, but I'm going to do it because okay. it's, it's for a bit. Okay, here we go. We're ready. Did that come true? I just came. It sounded like you were peeing in the distance. Sorry. I really wasn't. I was not peeing. I was drinking very loudly of a cup of coffee. I hope not. <laughs> Have you checked out Disney Plus yet, Brian? I did. In fact, I was... Oh, yes. Sorry. Oh, oh, God, I didn't yes, get to finish my oh, thing. Oh, sorry. Steve, you know what as well? I haven't seen Ratatouille. What? I've never seen it. <gasps> oh, you should, Owen, especially now that you also have Disney+. Plus. Um, but I'll quickly finish anyway about Ratatouille. Yeah, every time I've gone back and rewatched it, I've liked it more and more because, like, the animation is so gorgeous in it. It's so, like, there's something so, like, literally appetizing yeah. about it, like seeing all the animated food. It's so well done. And it's so freaking French I as well. I just love food. how French love it is. I love the Aristocats. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, yeah, I do love that. And how, like, that one's, I can't remember. Is that is that one Paris as well? I know Ratatouille oh, is so Paris. so French, yeah. And it also has yeah, delicious yeah. crackers in it. That was one of my first, like, oh, that's class movie food. Shout out to the crackers there from Aristocats. <laughs> I've gone mad. And just... <laughs> For sure. And then just another one I watched. Um, we did watch Simpsons as well, but we'll focus on movies. Another one I watched was uh, the Toy Story 4 short. 
lamplight, which basically sees Bo Peep explain what happened to her after leaving Bonnie's house and before she ended up at the fairground. So it's just like a 10 minute long short and it's it's nice enough. And tell me this, Uh, is it set after four or is it like during that period in the middle of four where he's in the shop or? No, no, no. So it's set like, so it's actually set after four and Woody is asking Bo Peep about like, what happened and then as she tells the story it's like flashing back to the past so this is the latest Um, iteration of these characters i have no idea it's a bit like an epilogue there you go yeah yeah exactly and i mean like the toy story franchise has done like quite a few shorts at this point as well and that's the thing about the disney plus content it has like loads of shorts so like if you're looking for stuff based around like your favorite movie like say monsters inc and you search it then all the content related to it will come up so like disney like know their stuff and there are like say episodes of shows that are dedicated to like recreating like pixar moments for example so there's like just so much content based on kind of the original movie that you loved um, yeah. that Disney Plus are kind no, of banking on. They really on, do you know, know their audience, don't they? I suppose they've learned a lot from Netflix and so on about how to present this kind of content. Yeah, exactly. They've picked up a lot of stuff from there, including, of course, offering like the oldies, but also their own original content across mm. movies and um, TV series. And actually, while I'm on that, because I'll give a quick shout out to a couple of original movies, which I have also seen uh, The Lady and the Tramp remake. Yeah. So I, I actually. Seen it yet. My partner's been going crazy for it. It's okay. Like as far as the remakes go, it's probably one of the better ones. But again, it's a pretty low bar to <laughs> leap across. Yeah. Um, and it's been getting pretty good reviews as well. But like it's it's kind of sweet and it's a nice one for the kids. I also find it kind of hilarious that they've taken out all of the like racy stuff, including that um, We Are Siamese song and the fact that like Peggy Lee's iteration of he's a tramp is kind of like sexual. So (laughs) (laughs) that stuff's gone, you know? I love that they had to make it less seedy and inappropriate. It's PC gone mad. (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly um and then the other one i watched is called star girl which i was really excited for because i read the novel of this um it came out back in 2000 um but they changed stuff in it and you know how when you love a book and you see it adapted and you see them change like things that like kind of meant a lot to you so i found that kind of annoying but then and i mentioned this in my review on entertainment.ie the fact that the movie is coming out 20 years after the book i'd wonder how many people who are actually watching stargirl like it's probably going to be a ya audience that wouldn't know the book so they probably won't care about the way it was adapted um so yeah if people want to read more of my disney plus reviews they're on entertainment.ie now so that's for lady in the tramp stargirl and then i've got a couple for some of the shows too like encore and the world according to jeff goldblum yeah, i know it doesn't fall in the movies but i'm excited for that jeff goldblum show oh it's so good owen i am loving it He's no way i can't wait he was made for that kind of presenting i just want to see him do well <laughs> but uh and then obviously the mandalorian that's another tv but uh brian what they've got all the star wars there they have yeah they've got like rogue one uh they've got solo they've got obviously uh last jedi and force awakens and return of jedi and blah blah, blah. one thing that no I, episode nine. the witch no episode nine yet 
No episode nine yet, no, but I, I think they're going to probably add, I mean, it's out on home release, like digital home release now. Uh, oh. I don't know when they're adding it to Disney Plus. I'd probably say it'd be in the next month or two, maybe. But yep. one thing that I am a little bit miffed that they didn't have is they don't have any of the Indiana Jones movies. No way. Yeah, no, apparently the reason for that is because Disney... Dreamworks. No, yeah, no, it's Paramount. You see, Disney owned the Disney owned the rights to any future uh, Indiana no. Jones films, but the previous films they don't own the distribution rights. So they didn't under uh... Lucasfilm or anything. Exactly, yeah, because when they bought Lucasfilm, all they bought was was the rights to the character, the rights to make future films. But oh, they didn't, okay. yeah, but they didn't get the rights to the previous films, and they're still owned by Paramount. So Jeez, they missed a trick there. Yeah, right. I mean, like, I mean, Newman. yeah, and like, it's. I was really looking. I was like, oh, I'm totally gonna watch Indiana Jones, and then I didn't. But they do have the Rocketeer, and the Rocketeer is class, ah! and it's basically Indiana Jones with a jetpack. So I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. My sister and I wore out our tape recording of the Rocketeer. I don't know why it's so good, but it's amazing. It's got this weird, like, noir aesthetic to yeah. it. Art Deco. Yeah, what the heck? And like the poster, did you ever see the poster for it? It's so yeah. good. It is. It's an art. De- it's like LA Confidential, but for kids. Superheroes. It's yeah. like an early superhero film. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. Like, I mean, it was based on like this like comic book from the 60s, I want to say. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really, it's really, really like worth a watch. Like, and if, if for nothing else, you know, it's one of the few films on Disney Plus, I think, that it's one of the older films, but it's actually worth watching, if you know that kind of way. As in, like, mm. yeah, like obviously, yeah, you've got like the big ones like Mary Poppins and you've got like Darby O'Gill and blah, 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 blah. But like The Rocketeer is quite underrated. So if you're looking for something that's a, that you wouldn't necessarily kind of immediately think of, it's definitely worth a watch. Yes. Yeah. Well, geez, the, we've, we've begun it, but this leads us nicely into our. New segment, general quarantine-based movies we're watching at home. There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, what What else have you guys been tuning into to keep yourselves sane? I have been watching, yeah, you know, I've been watching quite a few Netflix series, um, but also movies. Um, the series I've watched are... Ozark season three, which is amazing. I watched Bodyguard. I watched Tiger King, which was out uh, last week, which is crazy. Um, and then movies wise, kind of a real like just bunch of stuff. Um, we watched Ghost, which we just we've seen it like a good few times. But Ghost is just fuck, it's just such a classic. Yeah. Um, so Lucy, which I think you guys have talked about on the pod before, but I'd never seen. So I was curious just to check it out. Yeah. And it was crap. Um, <laughs> it was utter crap. Well, I was like, when she becomes what one with space and time or something at the she end. She becomes a USB stick at the end. She's literally a USB stick. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck even is this movie? It's um, so mad that it goes that bad. It's so fucking weird. Um, so yeah, and then I also finally got round to watching The Death of Stalin, hey! which was so good. I I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get Ivan and his family to watch it because I actually know 
they would love it. Like there are certain films that I've like introduced them to because I'm like, this is your sense of humor, including like what we do in the shadows. And they love that. So I have a good idea of the kind of movies they like. Yeah. And they would definitely see the humor in the death of Stalin coming from like. Of course, they know all the, the characters and the history surrounding it. See, that's the thing. They probably have like more of a kind of layered response because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that they'd really, really enjoy it and they'd find it very funny. Um, I also would love to saw... see an Irish one with like Bertie Ahern and Hawhey. <laughs> <laughs> I th- to be fair though, like, do you remember Bull Island? Where they used yeah. to like, yeah, like Michael, um, Michael Sheridan used to play oh, who did he used to play mike sheridan yeah no it was michael sheridan he was the guy he was like he used to be on like bosco as well i think um but like he was basically like they used to like take the take the piss out of like charlie mccreevy and yeah i think he i think he actually i think michael sheridan actually played bertie Ahern in it like but it was hilarious like, it was so good and d is thinking on on netflix is it um, so these are all movies I've seen on Netflix. Yeah. And then I also watched What If, which is like, it's an okay romantic comedy, but I kind of was in a mood for just an okay romantic comedy. And I've only seen it once. So I rewatched that. Um, it is quite sweet. So A Quiet Place as well. Ivan had never seen it and he agreed with me that it's bloody brilliant. Yeah, and in yeah. fact, I realized recently that I'm one of the few people in the country who's seen A Quiet Place Part 2 before they shut everything down. You are so far ahead of the curve on that. You've seen Killian Murphy in all his glory. I know, I know. I've seen Mulan as well, but Mulan, the press screening went ahead for it. But with A Quiet Place, I went to um, the IFCO screening of it because um, I couldn't make the press one. And then the press one got cancelled. So I'm actually one of like, I don't know how many people. So it's kind of, so I have all this power and knowledge. It's very exciting. I am embargoed. That's why I'm not talking about either. Can you make a noise? um, I can't because it's a quiet place. So I have to be like, (laughs) <laughs> did, I, did i see somewhere that what was the um the circumstances around killian murphy being in that was that he reached out to john krasinski to say i liked your film i think it was something like that yeah yeah well you will be the star of my second one it's just gas isn't it um and it's funny you know poor van watching a quiet place he was like you know I don't think John Krasinski lives till the end of this movie because he's not in the poster for A Quiet Place 2. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Maybe you're wrong. <laughs> and where where can you get that? Because I didn't know A Quiet Place was streaming. That is also on Netflix. Yeah. Damn. So They're doing okay. I See, I'm kind of, I like, in fairness, I think, Brian, you have an Amazon Prime yeah account don't you yes so you're probably better for watching those but i just have netflix and now i have disney plus so i'm kind of i'm kind of covered between both of those um accounts just for like having enough movies to watch i think that at this stage you know i don't think people will be able to rely on just one streaming service for having enough content i'd say more people are going to be open opening amazon accounts getting disney plus getting um other kind of you know streaming services at the moment because they're just going to run out of stuff to watch if they stick to say i think netflix does tend to be the go-to so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks um but one more movie sorry i'm taking so much time 
The last movie I'd love to give a shout out to. Um, now, I saw this one on the big screen. It actually opened ADIF, but it is coming out um, on demand. It's on like a whole bunch of things. Like it's on like um, iTunes and YouTube as like well, Amazon Play. It might be YouTube as well. YouTube, yeah, it's iTunes, Apple TV, Amazon. Oh, no, I don't see YouTube listed here. So it might not be, but it's like Google Play, Curzon Home Cinema, Microsoft Store, <laughs> PlayStation Virgin. What movie is it? It's Vivarium. So this is actually directed by um, an Irish director named Lorcan Finnegan. It's his second feature film and it stars Imogen Poots and um, Jesse Eisenberg. And wait till I tell you the story of this. I just find it so surreal that a movie about a couple who are forced into quarantine and isolated from the rest of the world. And there are even bits where like they're getting food delivered to their doorstep and they're talking about how they forget what wind feels like. It's just very Ooh. weird that a movie like this is coming out right now. But in the movie, they play this young couple who are um, hoping to buy their first house and they meet this real uh, real estate agent who's kind of acting a bit weird, but he brings them to check out this house in a development called Yonder, which consists of like hundreds to thousands of like identical houses. Um, yeah. And the couple are really weirded out. So they try to leave, but then they realize that they can't actually make their way out and that even as they're driving out of the state, they're just going around in circles and circles and they keep on ending back at the same house yeah. so they're really freaked out they have to spend the night there and then after keeping on trying to escape they're eventually left with this baby and the instructions um, on the baby read raise this child and you'll be released oh so it's, it's it's spooky stuff like it's proper like if you're thinking like David Lynch kind of territory, like in the opening scene, I was already thinking of Blue Velvet. Like it's very much along those lines. It's like kind of a horror sci-fi amalgamation. And it's like a really, really intense movie to watch and like super, super creepy. And you see like the baby start to grow up and it's not quite a human child. Like it makes these weird screaming noises and it like speaks kind of, in a weird like alien like way and he's like watching tv except it's like this weird kind of like visual pattern thing like white noise and it's just it's a really kind of creepy movie and you're watching Imogen Poots and Jesse Eisenberg's characters just slowly losing their grip on reality and the tension that's coming between them as a couple and everything and it's just movie (laughs) what I just want comfort. <laughs> okay, look, I, I'm not going to lie. It's it, it's it's disturbing. It is, but I also <laughs> thought it was absolutely fascinating. Like, I hadn't seen a movie like this in a very long time. Like, I just thought it was so original. I thought that what it kind of had to say about, you know, the, the tendencies of humanity when they're in that situation and the mystery around it all. I just, I just found it a really, really engrossing movie, yeah. but obviously it is kind of a heavy one. Um, so yeah, <laughs> take what you will from it. I just think, <laughs> I think there is a place of... for both as well. I know last yeah. episode we were talking about rewatching, uh, which was a pandemic or contagion. contagion we were talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I really do want to rewatch Twenty Eight Days Later again, just because it's a classic, anyway. Yeah, but and it's nice empty streets. But to be fair, though, because like I was talking, it's 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 weird you say that because I was talking to my brother like earlier today, and he was because like he lives down in the country, and um, 
he was like, he's like, oh god, like town must be like twenty eight days later up there, and I was like. Not really. It's kind of boring. Like, I mean, there are still people walking around and stuff, but it's just like, oh, I've nowhere to go. Um, uh, I guess I'll just go home. There's <laughs> like, nothing yeah. to go to get. Yeah, it's the same with us in Rathmines. It's it's not empty. It's quieter. But, I mean, on sunny days like pe- like this, people are out, you know? so yeah. You need to get your lap in. Stay a safe distance, people. <laughs> Brian, what have you So what have you guys here? been watching? Yeah, I well, actually, here I was going to reveal uh, you guys were quizzing me on what uh, Alan Rickman movie I watched. I have never before seen it on Netflix. I watched Sense and Sensibility. (laughs) (gasps) It's so good. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because uh, so, yeah, I haven't seen many Jane Austen adaptations, but I remember them my, always being on in my house. Uh, my parents had all the VHSs and stuff, so they they have a soft, even the aesthetic or whatever has a soft spot. But uh, it's Ang Lee, and it's actually shot quite funnily. Like, it, it's really comedic. Yeah, really. Uh, and then uh, afterwards, I was doing a, you know, a, a catch-up video conference with pals, and it was all the lads and they were like what are you doing watching that and i was like no go watch it it's absolutely brilliant to watch with a group of lads because the whole time i was just treating it like modern day where it was like oh who's this lad coming in on a horse <laughs> and like you just know shit's gonna go down in the drawing room at the end and somebody's gonna be embarrassed and like i was just getting so giddy with it all like it's 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 OG. It's tr- totally. Uh, it's very good. It's just though. like you definitely know the Colonel is going to be getting it. Like he's definitely going to be getting. Yeah, exactly. He's such a like. Oh my God, Alan Rickman was born for the like. Alan Rickman and Hugh Grant are, and Emma Thompson are all in their most like, born for this role. Role. Like yeah. Hugh Grant is the most Hugh Grant I've ever seen him in anything. Literally, the character is him going like... <laughs> so charmingly befuddled. <laughs> like, that's literally the plot. The plot is that Hugh Grant can't get words out and that's the plot. <laughs> and then Alan Rickman rides in on this long coat. Like, I love it. It's it's, yeah. it's funny though because like it's it's I've I remember watching it. You haven't I, I didn't watch it on Netflix, but I remember watching it years ago. And like, oh look, it's Hans Gruber. Oh what he's not Hans Gruber at all. And like how <laughs> but it's kind of like if you ever watch um uh what do you call it? Uh QI, there's a brilliant clip on YouTube because people are watching yeah. YouTube now, why not? Um but of yeah. uh, the comedian John Sessions talking about Alan Rickman and Alan Rickman really loved you know, sense and sensibility and doing period dramas because he didn't want to be kind of constantly associated with villains and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very difficult for him to get a kind of heartthrob uh, vibe yeah. going and he's really good. Yeah, but you can see, like, I mean, it's it's one of those things, like, if if his career had gone in a different way, you could have seen him in a completely different light, you know? Yeah. I can't believe we lost yeah. him. Hat tip to old Alan Rickman. I know. I can't believe he's gone. Yeah. He's a very sad. 
Like when you see his stuff, like you're like, God, and, and just listening to that voice, he would he, imagine a podcast by Alan Rickman. Like I would listen <laughs> I'll to I'll give the you one more that. YouTube recommendation now that we have it. Uh, type in Dude. Sonnet 130, Alan Rickman. And get- Is that the one <gasps> from the movie as well? Because they do Shakespeare's Sonnets feature. 130. Yeah. Sonnet 130, Alan Rickman. Give yourself a minute oh. and a half and just enjoy. Just take a bath with that video. While we're on it, did I think, did you guys write it up? We've got Sir Patrick Stewart doing similar. Yeah, he's basically, like, on Twitter, he's, like, reading a sonnet every day. And again, like, it's that thing of his voice is so calming and so just, like, luxurious. Mm. You're just like, oh, it's it's it's, it's a real, it's a, it's a tonic. It's a tonic, so it is. It's a real room. I've set, I've set up a... Um... A notification for it. I really encourage people to ground themselves with uh, a reading of a Shakespeare sonnet. Yeah, sure why not? Sure why not? Poetry is very calming. I think. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brian, what have you been watching? Not a whole lot, to be honest. Like, I mean, it's kind too busy living. Yeah, life. no, but I mean, like, I, 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 I'm watching this uh, TV series called uh, Babylon Berlin. Um, and it's set in like 1920s Germany and it's kind of like this like noir detective series but it's brilliant it's really 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 good um, and I've kind of been staying off movies primarily just because I mean the ones that I've been watching like they're very kind of comforting like The Princess Bride or The Hunt for Red October yeah. no it's just because like, it's, you really watched Red I, October man, I will watch The Hunt for Red October at least once every three months, just because I love it so much. Like, I just, I'll... I don't think we've heard your Connery impression on this podcast. I think we have. I think you're just trying to get, uh, don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. People need comfort. No, don't make me sing. I don't want to sing. But, um, why did he sing? At one stage, is there a Russian yeah, song? Yeah, there's a whole thing in it where he finishes his big speech, and then the lads, all the lads in the submarine, start singing the Soviet national anthem. Which goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually do know, like, <laughs> I actually do know, like, I know the words phonetically, but like, D, I bet if your if your fiance heard me singing it, he'd be laughing his ass off because I'm just completely mangling the words. We might have to get a Twitter upload. <laughs> Should Brian sing it in the next podcast? It was both. That's it. Like that reminded me. I've been listening to uh, or what did I watch? I watched. Oh, I watched Extraordinary. Oh yeah, the Irish. <gasps> Great shout! I missed the co video party uh, for that. They did it on St Patrick's Day, which is cool, but. Um, yeah, it's great that that's on Netflix as well. Fairness. Perfect time for it as well. Oh, it's such a good film. I've seen it, like, the only reason I haven't watched it is because I have, like, I've seen it three times. No way. But it's it's such an easily, like, rewatchable movie. Like, I hope that now it's on Netflix, like, it'll become, like, one of those kind of go-to Irish classics. You know how, like, Sing Street found a second life yeah. on Netflix? Internationally and as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the US found Sing Street through Netflix. So I hope that happens for it because I think it really deserves it. It's such it's such a sweet and funny, funny movie, you know? Yeah, exactly. And do you guys have any other recommendations for if people need a little brain gravy? 
I think I would say there's one definitely that I would recommend uh, people watch just for because I think you know like it, it it was out in cinemas and it kind of came in and went but if if you if you if you find it it's on Amazon Prime but it's definitely worth a watch Wild Rose with uh oh, with oh with yeah the, yeah just Buckley yeah I watched it the other day and I tell you it's absolutely brilliant and it's it's so so worth a watch it is really really heartwarming it's not one of those films that gives you the like the um like it doesn't it doesn't give you the it doesn't give you all the answers and it doesn't you know it just it's, it's yeah. it was so good it was so so good and I totally get what Jesse Buck- I remember Dee's review of yeah. it yeah we you can probably scroll down if you're on Spotify or something because uh you were loving it Dee. Yeah, yeah. And we actually, uh, me and the family watched it just at Christmas. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It was that day last year. Like, isn't the, yeah, yeah. And Jessie Buckley, um, she actually sang a song during the credits, which was just magical. Jessie Buckley in that film is fantastic. Her star is on the rise. Oh my gosh, totally. Like I saw her in uh, Misbehavior a couple of, uh, weeks back as well, opposite Kira Knightley, and I'm telling you, she was acting Kira Knightley off the screen. Like she's just so good. Um, I'm really, really excited to see um, where her career goes next, and I hope she gets more kind of singing roles as well because she's such a beautiful voice. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's musicals to be placed. Brian, is she a Kildare native? Jesse Buckley. I don't know. I don't think so. I. I mean, I. Oh, let me think now. I'm actually. This is great now. I can open up Wikipedia and just check. Wow. So I don't, <laughs> finally. finally, I can sound like I know what I'm talking you about. I think about it. No, she's from Killarney. That's where she's from. She's a Kerry woman. There you oh, go. Oh, Jesus. Um, well, guys, I dare say that might be the remote quarantine podcast. The first. Yeah. We're, there I, could be more. I like the idea if that this we works out. adapt this uh this is all out. This is as much for us as the listener. I hope. <laughs> sure, that's the same with every week. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's just us shiting on. How else would I scratch that itch of spouting my opinions loudly? Hey, 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 that's my thing. That's my thing. That's not your thing. That's my thing. I need this. That's all I got. <laughs> Well, yeah, you'll have to let me know if you go insane further. I think I am. I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next time we record this, we'll, ha- we'll like be in straight jackets and we'll have to have like the recorder on speaker. <laughs> you got the head with the keyboard <laughs> to get the thing to start. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, stay safe, guys. Yep. And uh, we will do this again next week, I dare say. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, all right. Dear listeners, let us know what you thought uh, on Twitter. And we will be taking recommendations for Quarantine Shy Talk in future. Oh, yeah. I'd suggest to them, like, tweet us like movie shout outs and where you're watching your movies and stuff like that because I, I want to know what the rest of the world are doing and watching right now you know I'm always looking for another movie recommendation so yeah. yeah and also you know my time isn't precious at the moment I will watch whatever people tell me to watch <laughs> <laughs> so- 
so true. Same. For the road. I'll watch Wild Rose. Definitely, yeah, definitely give it a shot. It's it's really, really good. I'll start there. Okay, love yous, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. And stay safe out there. <laughs>